Rewind it back to the days of chillaxing on the beach and all-day fun with Spring Break on DraftKings Casino. Play exclusive games like Fan Fave Rocket. The excitement is endless, the vibes are right, and the cash prizes could be huge. New players, start playing with just 5 bucks and get 100 back instantly in casino credits. Download the app and use code RTFP to book your one-way ticket to fun with DraftKings Casino. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. 21-plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. It's the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah, it is. But it's not just any Ross Tucker Football Podcast. It is a Wisdom Wednesday with Professor Andrew Brandt back in class after a week off last week. Awesome top 10 list last week on the Business of Sports podcast. By far the best podcast of its kind. We're only two days away from me announcing a new Spread the Word winner via social media. Absolutely love those of you that quote tweet something about the show. It's a great way to get a retweet from at Ross Tucker Pod or at Ross Tucker NFL or a reply from me and a great way to be the spread the word winner and get whatever you want. Sign picture, sign card, sign press pass. Love the sponsor confirmation email winners as well. ExpressVPN and Simply Safe, the Raycon earbuds I love. Got to make sure I take them on my trip this week. I'm just looking around to make sure I have them. And then the YouTube shout out, youtube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL is where it's at. All you got to do is hit the thumbs up. Check out all the videos. There's a bunch of other videos up there that aren't shows. There's just unique content to youtube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL that you can check out when you feel like it. Just thumbs up, comment on any of them. I literally get a list of all the comments. I, I reply to some of them when I can. And you'll get a cameo-style video. It's Big Show time. The Big Show. All right, you know him. You love him. He is the world's most interesting man. His name <laughs> is Andrew Brandt. You must follow him on social media like I do, at Andrew Brandt. He's the host of the Business of Sports podcast. He heads up the sports law over at Villanova. He writes for the MMQB. He's on Amazon Twitch or, you know, for Thursday night games. He's got the best newsletter out there. He's got a lot going. You also, Andrew, you know what I like about you, Andrew? You, number one, admit your biases, right? So, like, before every Packers game, he even says, like, biased tweets coming. Admittedly biased tweets coming for the next three. I love that. You know, that might have been, it's funny, Andrew, I don't remember that much stuff I learned at Princeton. But the one thing 
the two things I remember that were really, really hammered into you. Number one, consider the source for anything you ever hear or read, including their inherent biases or the biases that they should have or could have. And then number two, make an argument and defend it, which includes having a great understanding of the counter arguments and attempting to refute them. Like, I swear, Andrew, if you said to me, what did you learn from college? I think it's those two things. Those are great things. I'll get, I want to address those in a second. First on the Packers. Listen, I know a lot of people in the NFL who worked for NFL teams that are not like me. You know, they kind of feel, okay, yeah, I was there. And maybe things didn't end well for them with the team or whatever it is. I think what's doing it for me, frankly, is my sons. My two boys grew up in Green Bay and they have a strong passion for the team. So I follow that. I mean, <laughs> I guess it's that simple. It's really, I sure I have strong, warm feelings about living there, warm feelings about working there for 10 years. But if not for my boys, I probably wouldn't be like this. But I, I you know, in sort of full candor, that's really it. I mean, I, my boys, we watch the games together, whether we're here or, or separate places. And uh, that's it. The other thing you just said reminds me of negotiating because I negotiated over back to the Packers over 10 years with, I'd say, over 150 different agents, maybe 200 different contracts, 300 contracts, and well, maybe 500 contracts. And uh, that's what I would tell every agent. Like, listen, you can make any argument you want, but defend it. What got me so frustrated as a team negotiator, and maybe I was like this as an agent, maybe I was, is delusion about their player. Delusion. And the one thing you, you sort of call an agent on and say, would you be saying that if he wasn't your client? Because you'd have guys that, Ross, you know, like run-of-the-mill players, oh, he's the best steal in the, in the draft, he's the best steal in the league. Like you just said, what you learned at Princeton. Make any argument you want, but be prepared to defend it. So it's interesting, Andrew. The only one of my NFL teams that I really have an affinity for is the Buffalo Bills. Hmm. I I feel nothing towards the Patriots. I feel nothing towards the Cowboys. I feel a little bit for the Washington football team because I started and ended there. Yeah. Which is which is unique and especially to start, you know, like making it as an undrafted rookie free agent out of Princeton. That that'll always have like a warm place in my heart, but not really. The the team that I have an affinity for is the Bills, and honestly, to your point, now it's the Eagles. Yeah. For three reasons. Number 1, I grew up an Eagles fan, so every year I get further removed from playing that comes back a little bit. Number two, I work for them. So whether it's the pregame show or preseason television, I have sort of a vested interest, right? Like, you know, they win, um, they make the playoffs. I get to do one more pregame show. You know, yeah. like it's a little, it's, it's not much money, but it's a little bit more money. And then number three, to your point, where I live and my friends and family they're all diehard Eagles fans. That's actually the biggest of the three. 
because I'm on all the text message threads, you know, like with my brother-in-law and my father-in-law or my buddies from high school. And like, it's just more fun to, to be involved with that when your friends and family are excited about it. You know, it's like, that's the biggest reason more so than, you know, I might get one more pregame check. You know what I mean? Yeah, this is a good discussion. My second team is the Eagles, and I'll tell you why it's not another team, and that'll segue to our topics. Eagles, because, yes, my wife's from here. We spent time here, and Joe Banner and Andy Reid brought me in when I first moved here as they were moving Howie Roseman to personnel. They needed someone to handle those cap and contracts beyond a young person. So I did that for two years. And they're kind of my second team. Yeah, I, I like them. They're fine. I really appreciate what they've done. I talk here as other places about how I think Howie Roseman has frankly gotten over on a lot of other GMs because he's such a good negotiator with these con- with these trades. And uh, now a team that's not my one or two, Ross, and you've talked about them just now. I grew up the most diehard Washington than Redskin fan in the world. I grew up diehard, right? But I can't. I just can't. I mean, friends and family have turned off from the team. That's what we just talked about. And so when I saw the thing this week, two things, obviously, that we're going to talk about. Number one, the railing falling down right in front of Jalen Hurts at the end of the game. And number two, the new name change announcement. The railing falling down, just another bad look is what's going on all year. Whether it's the toxic workplace investigation that somehow ended only in an oral report to the commissioner. Then you had the sewage spewing out early in the season. It's just a bad look. And it continues, right? And then, of course, Washington diverts with this announcement on February 2nd. They're going to have a new name and logo. Great. But it just seems like the same thing they did with the Sean Taylor uh, dedication just seems like a diversion. Like maybe they wait a couple weeks to announce that. You know, it's just it just a, and I like Jason Wright, the new president. He's been on the podcast. He's been on the business sports podcast. Great guest. But it just seems so obvious. This is a diversion. You know. Even if it wasn't a diversion, Andrew, even if it wasn't, you know, even if they always were going to schedule it for then, they should have thought this isn't good timing because people will think it's a diversion. Right. Just like Sean Taylor. Yeah. And I'm surprised that they didn't think that or feel that way. You know, since you brought up that team, um, and I'm curious to see what the new logo is and the new name and all that stuff. Sure. I, I guess the sewage, the railing, like I am inherently, I, I actually, I'm not inherently skeptical. Like I, I'm an optimistic person. Like I see the good in, I really do. Yeah. But it I doesn't really hurt Daniel Snyder, does it, Andrew? I mean, if there was a big lawsuit and he got sued, okay, maybe. But doesn't it just aid his ammunition, evidence, cause to get public funding for a new stadium? Doesn't it, on some level, 
just help him more than it hurts him? Yes and no. I mean, I think the, you know, when I think what you started this question, like, okay, what moved the needle? What moved the needle on the name change as we're in this interim phase with the Washington football team were sponsors, right? It was FedEx, the name sponsor, threatening to pull because of the name. I don't think anything else. I don't think social activism causes really change the needle. I think it was the business side, as I always say, the business wins. You know, helping them get a new stadium, I guess so. I mean, listen, I grew up going to RFK Stadium in the middle of the city, not out in Landover. And I'm like, this is, you know, this is a rundown place, but it had charm. And there weren't railings breaking, things like that. But now you're on the suburbs. It's hard to get to. The parking's not good. I've been there and it wasn't a great experience. I drove my boys down to watch the Packers a couple years ago. So I'm like, okay. And obviously, obviously he, Daniel Snyder, has friends in high places. He's not going anywhere. He's not going anywhere. And I know people ask me all the time, can't we change him? Can we kick him out? What about the investigation? It's, it's clear that's not happening. And as he moves towards potentially a new stadium, we'll see what the public funding looks like. But, you know, like Stan Kroenke, he has enough funds to build a stadium. And uh, that we'll see where that goes. Three things I think are particularly interesting I got to get your opinion on. One is Baker Mayfield, after the game Monday night, said, I'm going to talk with my agent and my family about what to do next. And so now he's having surgery with one game left. I'm going to give you a blank canvas for this one, Andrew. We talked before the season, during the season. I still think it's curious. I guess that's the right word. That Lamar Jackson and Baker Mayfield didn't get deals going into the season and Josh Allen did. We can leave Jackson alone for now, but Mayfield, it was really the way I looked at it from a front office point of view is wait and see. And that's what the Browns did. Now they've seen. It's probably not something they think, oh, now we got to pay him. Uh, my reaction is I don't think it's a big deal missing this meaningless week. Might as well get the surgery, accelerate the healing a week more. But he's, they have his rights. So I don't think they'll do a, ma a big contract extension, but they have an option year. And they've already exercised it, as you know. So I think another year of wait and see on Mayfield, the only issue is, does he go into camp as the defined starter? I don't think he'll be traded. I don't. Does he go into camp as the defined starter or they bring in competition? Uh, that's what I think. I, I think he has extinguished the chances for a big contract going into next year. Gosh, they must be so happy. <laughs> they didn't give him a big contract. Um, the next one, Andrew, Antonio Brown, blank canvas, man. I mean, although I'm not going to say blank canvas because they didn't release him the last two days, which means he was on the roster after 4 p.m. on Tuesday, which means they have to pay him. What is going on, Andrew? You know, what's interesting about this is that I, like everyone, came down on him. Oh my God, here we go again. I even tweeted when it happened. Sounds about right. You know, if I were going to pick one player and 2000 NFL players to do that, he'd be at the top of the list. But all this talk about mental health, I don't, 
I don't want to just extinguish that or main minimize that. I don't, but come on. You know, are we really talking about mental health for Antonio Brown? This has been behavior exhibited for years and years. And his greater talent has allowed tolerance from all these teams. Maybe he's got mental health issues, but this is a guy, I know people that have tried to help him and he's fired him. And he's always surrounded by enablers and mental health is always a challenge and I feel for him, but come on, he's not changing. This is a guy that's had 20 second chances. He's not changing. Uh, on why they're keeping him, Ross, it's a good question. They're fine paying him the weekly salary. He's making a million dollars. They'll deal with that. While I guess if I had to put myself in their shoes, they're figuring out the legalities. You know, there will be lawyers of the injury situation, which now we're hearing he couldn't have played with a bad ankle or didn't want to play because he had, shouldn't have played, whatever it is. Although he played like, you know, 10 minutes before he walked off. So uh, I think they're checking with the lawyers, seeing how they designate this release. I don't think he'll be on the roster end of the week. Yeah, I, I don't I don't put a whole lot of credence in the ankle injury story. I mean, I yeah. don't think if, you, if your ankle was that bad, I don't think you would have been doing the exiting the way he exited the stadium. Yeah. Um, I think they're trying to figure out, number one, how to not pay him. And number two, maybe how to make sure he doesn't go on any other team. I don't know. I mean, that, that could be a possibility, right? Can you see a team claiming Antonio Brown? Really? I mean, it's almost like the Deshaun Watson trade discussion, different circumstances. I can't. I can't. So, Andrew, what about um, the COVID list and the new CDC guidelines? This happened last week. You and I didn't get a chance to talk about it. I've never seen anything like it. Like, I know you talked about it on the Business of Sports podcast, um, which I love, by the way. But, Andrew, last Tuesday... On the Even Money podcast at 2 p.m., we talked about how Carson Wentz is unvaccinated, tested positive. He's out for 10 days. That's the rule. By 6 o'clock that night, the NFL adopted new CDC guidelines, and he was able to play five days later. (laughs) He, He went from 10 days no matter what to actually being able to play. Without a negative test, five. I, I mean, I joked, Andrew, that the director of the CDC must be a Colts fan. And what I find very interesting is, you know, if you're going to have guys test positive, Andrew, you want it to be a Monday. Yeah. Because they can come back in five days. The Eagles had a bunch of guys on Monday, and theoretically they can play Saturday night. If you test positive today, Wednesday or later, you're done. that's why everyone's going in for tests on monday i mean that's the thing you just said it competitive balance is get your test monday five days listen i joked like you did i didn't mention the colts but i joked that the cdc must have an nfl owner on their board because yeah it fits right into it doesn't work for basketball hockey baseball but it fits right into the nfl calendar amazing right amazing i've said for two years Hey, the NFL is playing through. I don't know what could cause a postponement. If you have teams with 20-plus infections playing and you have guys like Ian Book out there, they don't care. They're playing through. So, man, the CDC falls right in line. It's like 
NFL, you know, controlling the world. You got to check him out on social media. That's the key at Andrew Brandt. That way you see all the stuff he's involved in. It's a lot. You get the newsletter, everything else, business of sports. There's not another pot. I'm sure there's, you know, I, I take that back. I'm sure there's another podcast like it, but if I've never heard of it, it can't be nearly as good as Andrew's, which everybody's heard of. And I like, like you said, Andrew, you called out Washington yesterday for the timing of that, even though you've had Jason Wright on your show and you even tagged him in the tweet. You're like, Hey, I like him, but I'm going to call it like it is regardless. Most people in sports media are afraid to do that because they need that. They want that guest. You just don't care. And I love it. And it's why you're as genuine and authentic as there is. Thank you so much. I think it's because I'm getting old. <laughs> you got to be The older you get, you just don't care. Yeah. All right. Thanks so much, Ross. Always enjoy these. Absolutely. That was awesome. You know what else is awesome? Express VPN. I will be flying to Dallas and then Dallas to Las Vegas. And I'm in hotels. I will have my Express VPN set up. You know why? Because I don't want hackers to get my stuff. Plus, there are so many things you can get with ExpressVPN. It lets you choose from over 90 different countries for your different streaming apps like Netflix or whatever. It is awesome. You know, there's certain shows that are only available in certain countries. And ExpressVPN is the number one rated VPN provider by publishers like Business Insider and me. It's the only VPN I know of. Um, Because they're awesome. So listen, be smart, guys. Protect your data and stop paying full price for streaming services while only getting access to a fraction of their content. Visit expressvpn.com slash Tucker right now and get three extra months of their service for free. That's E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N.com slash Tucker expressvpn.com slash Tucker to learn more. Morning Ross. Let's start with the COVID list where the biggest names to go on this list were probably lions tackles, Penny Sewell and Taylor Decker. Right. But they went on the list on a Tuesday so they can still play on Sunday. So you want to go on the list on Monday would be ideal. Or Tuesday. Anybody that goes on the list after today, you got major problems. So Sewell and Decker easily could be back out there for the Lions on Sunday in a game where they, you know, could really use those guys. Takes. Following up with what you and Andrew talked about regarding Baker Mayfield having his surgery this week, any other thoughts? Not a real big fan of the way he's gone about this. Doesn't really make a whole lot of sense to me. First of all, I didn't like that after the game, he says, I'm going to talk to my family and my agent about what I'm going to do next. Excuse me, Baker, aren't you still on a football team under contract for next year? Sounded like a guy that was going to be a free agent or doesn't really feel like he's part of that team. Shouldn't the Browns, you know, like the owner, the head coach, the GM, 
be privy or part of those discussions. I'm all for doing what's best for you, but the way he presented it, I didn't love it. And then to me, it's kind of weird that he's skipping the last game. You know, all year he gets credit for toughing out these injuries, for being there for his guys through thick and thin. I don't really know why he played Monday night if he was just going to have the surgery this week anyway. It doesn't make much of a difference if he waited four or five more days. If I were him, I would have played this last game probably so that I could at least say, listen, I stuck with my guys and I fought through this all year, but now he doesn't even get full credit for that. As you and Andrew also mentioned, the Washington football team will unveil their new name on 2-2-22. So, man, I hope it has something to do with hogs. Warthogs, red hogs. Um, you know, it's interesting. PFT commenter, a uh, buddy of mine um, from Pardon My Take, said that, you know, they're doing it on Groundhog Day, which, by the way, my wife has gone to Groundhog Day before. It's a huge party, Punxsutawney, Pennsylvania. And the movie's incredible. One of my favorite movies. I love Bill Murray. I adore that man. I mean, the Jeopardy scene, the freaking Jeopardy scene where he looks at that lady and gives the answer before Trebek even finishes asking the question, it's just so good. It is so good. Oh, man. Gosh. Ned. Ned Ryerson. Needle nose Ned. <laughs> and then he, actually, Ned, I've been thinking about, oh, it's just so good. Gosh. It is incredible. Actually, Nancy, I, I want to marry you. I mean, it, he, he's just amazing. That could be a whole other show we do, Brian, where we just bring up movies and lines. At any rate, PFT commenter thinks it's going to be the Washington Groundhogs because somebody evidently applied for a trademark for Groundhogs on January 1st. And there's a logo and everything. And they're announcing it on February 2nd, Groundhog Day. Hmm. Groundhogs is interesting because you obviously can have a logo. I mean, you can have like a mascot, but then there is a nod to the hogs. But why not just be the hogs then? Why not just be the Washington hogs or red hogs or warthogs, something like that? I don't know. I am very much looking forward to it. And I really hope it's not the football team because it's just annoying to say the football team. It's annoying to say what like people say, what teams did you play for? It's like, oh, Cowboys, Bills, Patriots and Washington. Like I want I want to be able to say a last name. Now, I guess I played obviously for the Redskins, but I don't know. I guess I'll say the new name. I played for the Warthogs or the Groundhogs. I didn't, but same organization. And finally, Titans edge rusher Bud Dupree charged for misdemeanor assault after a fight with a Walgreens employee. So this is when I, 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 I don't mean to make light of the situation, but this is when I would really love to get some more details. Like what happened that he got in a fight with a Walgreens employee? I'm sure if I Google it, Somebody on the uh, the interweb 
has some ideas as to what happened. But it's like, dude, I mean, how could you, like, at a Walgreens? I would love to know what happened there. Um, You know what I don't love? Not being able to see at night. I drove home Saturday night. It was really foggy. Listen, visibility is your first line of defense when it comes to staying safer on the road. Seeing better means spotting the unexpected even faster. If you're looking for better visibility, head over to AutoZone. They've got the parts and products you need to drive safer and see more behind the wheel. If your wipers happen to be squeaking or streaking, they've got replacement wipers to help you clear your windshield during any storm, rain, sleet, or snow. Obviously, you can can fix the dull headlights. If you're ready to see more and drive safer, visit your nearest AutoZone or head to AutoZone.com to start your job today. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Let's do an email, right? Ever wanted to ask an NFL player a question? Well, here's your chance. It's time to ask Ross. Email address ross at rosstucker.com. There are no bad questions. It's like school all over again. No bad questions. I love your questions. I especially love if you actually took advantage of one of our sponsors, because that means you understand like how this whole thing works and you're supporting us. Which, by the way, our sponsors are awesome, and the codes give you discounts for awesome sponsors. What do you got, Brian? Um, this one is from John from Minnesota, and this is more of a food question slash comment. In reference to soft shells, and I'm assuming he's talking about tacos. I don't remember this conversation, but uh, anyway, uh, he said, in reference to soft shells, Ross, I have the same exact opinion, and I'm the only one in my family who does. Another common sense food opinion I argue about is proper pizza preparation. I don't understand why you would cut the pieces in squares and have the toppings under the cheese. It doesn't give you the outer crust for use as a handle, and the top layer slides off the bottom layer, causing a saucy mess. As someone who worked in pizza parlors as a youth, pizza only cooks properly when the cheese can glue to the crust of the toppings. Your thoughts? And my question is, in your travels, where is your favorite pizza place that you've been to? Thanks. I love the show and the football and all the food knowledge that you share so well. Again, John from Minnesota. John, your timing on this one, buddy, is impeccable. Impeccable. I was in my hometown of uh, Reading, Pennsylvania yesterday. And I, in 42 years, Bri, I've never had better pizza than GNA Pizzeria in West Reading, Pennsylvania. I don't know if it's the seasoning or the cheese or the toppings. It is so good. Like, even my wife, like, I'm obviously biased, but my wife will tell you, my brother-in-law will tell you, it is the best pizza. Like, it is so good. And... Um, I love it. So that, that's the answer to the last question. I don't, I'm not that familiar with a lot of pizza in squares. I'm actually a big fan of double cut pizza. Started doing that when the kids were younger because they couldn't eat a whole slice and it was too big for them to manage. So I get every pizza double cut now because it's perfect. Like 
it's easier to eat and you can maybe not eat as much. Although last night I, I was by myself and my mom, so I didn't get a double cut. It is nice, Brian, to fold it over. When you double cut it, you can't fold it over as much. I like the fold over for like a almost like a pizza sandwich, if that makes sense. You gonna chime in, Brian? No, I'm good. My gosh. No comment on anything pizza related. Shout outs, Pizza Boy Brewing. Love Al's Pizza as well. I like the ham there. Sportaculture, Vision Comics with an X, humanheadnyc.com, steakhousesports.com. The opposite of a shout out for Bry. I think we're done here. Thanks for listening to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Fantasy Feast, Even Money, Business of Sports, and College Draft. All available at Apple Podcasts, RossTucker.com, or wherever podcasts can be found. A lot of times on the show, I mentioned DraftKings. Here's what you need to know. you got to be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 100Gambler or in Indiana, 109WITHIT. By the way, if what I was talking about included a deposit bonus, it doesn't always, sometimes it does. Deposit bonus requires 25 times playthrough, and deposit bonuses are paid out in site credit.